0: Coming up on Unpacked, it's almost like you are less of a man if
1: there's no children, right? They are the ones that are saying, when are we seeing grandchildren? Mm. We're Mm. waiting for grandchildren.
2: Being married doesn't mean that automatically you will have kids. When did you
0: actually realize that you have fertility issues? When it comes to having children, the expectation is that it happens easily and naturally. But for some, that is not the case. This is the discussion with today's guests. Let's unpack. Tabo and Nosipo Nkosi's love story started in 2007 when Tabo was delivering meat to Nosipo's uncle. The two connected, but soon lost contact with each other. As fate would have it, they were reunited again in 2009 and got married two years later. Their plan was to start the family they had always dreamt of. However, after several unsuccessful tries, a medical diagnosis revealed the reason behind their nine-year struggle to conceive. This is their story. Let's unpack. Welcome to the show, Tabo Nosipo. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for the opportunity. It's an honor. Thank Thank you. you. So this is not an easy chat. And... I think I've become significantly more aware of it after I shared my own pers- personal journey mm. of being a mother. Mm. But before becoming a mother, I've been told, hey, it's a one or oh, it's a lingwana. I mean, let, let, let's start at that point. Tabo, you are of age.
1: Yes, yes, that's correct.
0: And then people look at you and they're like, and then what, what has that energy been like for you?
1: So it's been a daunting uh, journey for mm. me, mm. especially when you are with the boys, you know, when you with the boys, the conversation will start with anything else, but then it will end up in having children. Mm. So when you're having a conversation with the, g- with the gents, then you say, when are you making a baby? You've been married for a long time, and mm. are you able to do it? It's, you know, it's very, very painful. It's, mm. it's something that you face in almost each and every gathering that you one comes across mm. um, in life. So as soon as you meet with the guys, the first thing that you'll talk about, they'll talk about anything else, PRs and other stuff, but it will get to having children. How many children do you have?
0: Mm, Mm. But let's go back. No, Nosipo, maybe maybe share with me um, uh, how you guys met, how you became a
2: couple, and what that journey's been like. Okay. We met in 2007 in MLO, and then uh, it was a day. uh, The guy approached me, I was really annoyed, (laughs) to being honest. You're not telling us how
0: he approached you, was it? Were you in your car and you was at the robot or whatever? Okay.
2: (laughs) What happened is that I was babysitting my um, uncle's child, Mm. my cousin. And then he was—he uh, used to bring some uh, ribs and poloni because he stays closer to Heidelberg mm. where there is a company that is producing mm. and supplying uh, fresh meat all the time. So now he was the meat guy for mm. everyone <laughs> in their workplace. So my... Uh, my uncle used to send him for that.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: When he came to the house to drop off the meat, then that's when uh, he saw me. Mm. Yeah. And then he got to work and told my uncle that, yo, I want that girl. My mm-hmm. uncle said, ah, ah, I'm doing lawyer. Mm. How, how old were you I, at the time? I, I was 18. I was waiting for my metric results. And how old was he at the time? He was 20.
1: It's a nine years difference. Yeah, it's a nine years okay. difference.
2: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, my uncle was concerned that Tabo is old. Mm. He can't. Uh, he can't be in a relationship with me. I'm still young. He told him that uh, Tabo, no, he has dreams. So you can't mm. just uh, want to be in a relationship with her. She's still young. Mm. And mm. obviously, you know how guys are when they start working. They are after the girls. They mm. just bought the mm. car. Yeah, that's how. And then it happened that. Uh, we bumped to each other in town. Mm. And then he gave me a lift on my way back home. And then that's when we said, okay, no, we can be in a relationship. But in my mind, I knew that, no, next year I'm going to university. So definitely I'm not going to be with this guy. Mm-hmm. And in mm-hmm. the couple of days, I'm going back home. No this now, In the meantime. <laughs> yeah. I was just... Getting mm. him
1: out of my bag, basically. Mm.
3: Mm. Yeah. But from your yeah. side,
1: were you serious? No, the feeling was ritual.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I wasn't so
1: who
0: tends guys?
1: Hey, love. Is something strange. Mm. I don't know what happened. It just changed out of the blue. It's mm. something that is out of control. Mm. So with my, my intention was that, ah, it's nice chica. I got fit. It's nothing serious. So, but with time, I started to develop real feelings for her, mm. starting to love her seriously. Then one day, I just dropped the question, and say, are you serious? Do you want us to take it to another level?
0: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> okay,
1: so And they were surprised as <laughs> well.
0: Mm. 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 So now the uncles came, you did the things like Nyala. How, how long ago was that? We're
2: telling from 2011. 2011. So say, yeah, 2011. Mm. Mm.
1: Yeah, the first negotiations were in 2010, end of 2010.
0: 2011. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, I'm not here for family music <laughs> but but on a serious note so now um prior to that because you are young maybe the pressures were not there and times are changing but prior to getting married did you ever have pressure from your
2: family one <laughs> On my side, I didn't have it by then because when he paid lobola I was 22. Mm. So I was still yeah. young, yeah. Mm. Mm. But then because of the age difference and looking at him, you see him he's a big guy. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and I had like a tiny body. By then my aunt said it straight. Hey, when I give this man a, a, a child, he's old, you know, like...
0: Ow. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's Never deep. Told is this, me that, eh? is, is this after, mari- after getting married? It was, yeah. After getting married, mm, yeah. Mm. And from your side, I mean, you are a lot older. When did the pressure start about having
1: children? The pressure is actually from the family, it's getting lesser and lesser because I'm more vocal. Mm. So I'm very, I don't know, radical. When, mm. I, when mm. I speak to people, I'm very mm. radical. So when I come across, when I'm answering that question, it actually stops people from... Continuing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. yeah, because, it, it, for example, uh, let's say I meet somebody and they said, um, do you? How many children do you have? I said, No, I don't have children. Then mm. they will say, No, man, are you serious? You're mm. lying. Then I ask, Must I take it off and show <laughs> you that I don't have? And then that person will actually then yeah. change their mind. Yeah. And then they won't continue asking further questions. But did you, feel, that did you feel? Did you
0: feel the pressure though before yeah, getting there is, married?
1: there is. It's, mm. con- it's like it's continuous. But then on my father's side, my father was, was more relaxed. Okay, he passed, away. he was more relaxed. He was not. Pressuring me to have children,
3: mm. he never,
1: he not even once, you say, How many? When am I getting grandchildren and stuff like that? Mm. But people who are not my father were from the family. They are the ones who are saying, "When are you having? When are we seeing grandchildren? Mm. We're mm. waiting for grandchildren." Mm. And then mm. I tell them, "It's out of my control. I do not have control. Mm. It will happen when the right time comes." He yes. said, "No, it's the right time is now." I said, "Are you going to tell me that like, the right time is now? Mm. It's not yet time. So if I'm not ready, I'm not ready. And if it's not happening," It's not happening. There's nothing I can do.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So now you get married and, you know, the old belief is that Lenyalo is, like, solidified mm-hmm. by mwana. Mm-hmm. Ne? Yes. So you weren't getting that much pressure. You were young except for the aunt who said, ifamu muto mwana. Mm-hmm. What happened now? Like, how far into the marriage did it go that people were like, kinago? and now you are actively trying?
2: I think, Lebu, uh, it started when... Other um, cousins were getting married, like mm. they will get married in December, then March they are pregnant mm. then the the question will or a comment will be, "Hey, you are also following, we are also waiting for you Eh, hey, we've been waiting, mm. and then everyone in the house will be like, eh, hey, we've been waiting for no mm. Ibile have a baby shower we're going to bring all the Lamborghinis and everything, you know mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they show you that uh, they are waiting. Mm. So it, they, they will just wait for a moment to make that comment. Mm. So mm. I know that in their corners, they've been saying, I mm. Andy, what's happening? So when did you guys decide, okay, uh, and maybe actually
0: the question I should ask is, did you always want kids? Yes, I wanted kids. You always wanted children.
3: Yes.
2: Did you always want children? I never wanted uh, kids. Before? Before, mm. based on my background. I was raised by my uh, grandparents, and the situation was not nice. Not to say we were poor, Mm. but my grandparents were responsible for everything. Like, our parents got us when they were still young. Mm. So I wanted to be at a good stage Mm. to be working Mm. and Mm. be able to provide for the child. Mm. So that uh, bringing up just uh, changed my Mm. way of thinking. So I have been... uh, Telling myself that I need to wait for the time, like mm. get married, work, and be financially independent. I didn't want my child to grow in a, an extended family mm. where maybe my mom is responsible for the child. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's where it differs with me and him. So when he met, when we met, and when we got married, I was still at an early stage on my career. I had just completed university. I didn't have any work experience. So I wanted to accumulate everything before I can say now
0: which, child. which is more the modern way of thinking you yes. know it's not like that belief because some parents will say wana wana kopele. The, the god will provide know. you know without a yeah. plan now yes. we we like to plan things out a lot better we don't have as many children and all those things yes. so now we know you both eventually at some point you wanted kids yes. mm-hmm. when did you actively start trying to have kids
2: I can say we started actively trying when I was twenty-five, three years mm. in the in the marriage. We started consulting with the doctors. Mm. Yeah. And and
0: what actually led you to be consulting?
1: Okay, um, it was a, it was it has been a long time um doing the deed, but then there were no results. Mm. It's like drinking a beer and not getting drunk. Mm. Then it was like that's so, all. We kept on trying. On my side, as much as I was not sharing much with her, I made sure that every second day we own it, we own it, we Mm. own it. Mm. Because the pressure from the the gents behind, they say, ah, I mean, you are weak, you are Mm. weak. No, they tell, no, you are weak. Wow. You must do something. Even others who come in offer and thinking maybe I can't get it up. It's not about getting it up, Mm. it's Mm. the quality of the delivery. That's mm. the problem. So with them, it's, uh, maybe this guy's got erectile dysfunction, maybe that is why. He,
0: and I'm, I'm said, glad you're mm. mentioning that. Mm. Because, you know, firstly, there are two completely different pressures that happen in, mm. in, in, in uh, a couple setting. Mm. When you as the man, it's almost like you are less of a man if there's no exactly. children, right? However, usually when a couple is struggling to conceive, they always will
1: push that the woman, woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: test first. Mm. So between the two of you, who do you think experienced the most pressure?
1: Well, pressure, in my in my view, it's individually felt. I can't say mine mm. is bigger than hers or hers is bigger than mine.
0: Can, can, can mm. I say why I would think the pressure might have been bigger on you? Mm. Because you were older. Yes. You've mm. been dealing with the pressure for longer, but at the same time, the pressure might have also been bigger on you because you're young and the mm. expectation is being a young 20 something year old, you must fall pregnant like, like this. Mm. So now you go to consult at the doctor. Mm. Um, was it a urologist or a gynecologist that you booked first? No, I, 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 I can't remember, it was a urologist. Yeah, it's, it's the like, a urologist.
1: Yeah, because we've been going all, through all these doors. So <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah. And
0: the reason I ask is, usually uh, um, doctors have said that it's actually easier to test the man first. Mm. But usually, because women go for gyne appointments anyways, that's usually where the question would come up. Mm. So yeah. was the fertility
2: thing discussed with your doctor or with his doctor? We went to a general... Um, a GP. A GP, mm. who I think is very experienced in the area. They ran all the tests on me. And mm. then he said, no, you are ovulating. Okay, everything is fine. Let's move to, to table. I understand. And that's yeah. when then he transferred him to the urologist. So
0: so it actually did start with... Yeah. Because usually it starts, it starts with, with the woman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now you get to the urologist. And um, what did they explain to you in terms of the test they need to do? And I'll bring it back to this thing of men saying, maybe you can't get it up because yeah. it's not always about that.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay, what happened with me when we went to the urologist is that he advised me that he needs to do, I forgot the name, sister or something, whereby they they insert via the urethra Mm -hmm. a camera Mm. down there to check the condition of the bladder on the inside, Mm. if there's any growth and stuff like that that might be preventing me from... It's a very painful exercise. uh,
0: I'm going to ask for details, you know, just so that we all understand. The urologist obviously is the one that deals with the male organs when the gynecologist deals with Mm. the female organs and reproductive system. Now, um, I'm assuming there are a series of questions that they ask you before you get to the part that they say, let's stick a camera in. Mm. So do they first test your sperm or do they just, Examine, ask a few questions, and then it goes straight to camera.
1: Uh, for me, in, in my view, my view might be wrong though. Yes. How I viewed it individually, it was more on the rush to get me to the camera so that they can take more on the medical aid. Because yes. he didn't ask me a lot of questions. He said, mm. okay, just did a physical check and then said that everything so far looks fine. Then maybe the problem is on the internal. What I suggest to you. If you sign, then uh, you, I'll book you in the hospital on a certain day and then you come, we do the test whereby we insert the camera through your you shaft reset. and then it goes yeah. down there to have an examination and then it's going to cut a sample. You need to expect pain afterwards because mm. it's going to cut a sample. Mm. Then we take that sample to the lab and analyze it and then we'll give you the results whether you can make you can make babies. I'm
0: so then shocked was, that they did not test the sperm first.
1: No, they didn't. This is the last thing that actually I also didn't do. Yes. I eventually now when I was supposed to do it, said I don't wanna do the dice plaguing. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay. So now they tested and what mm. were the results?
1: There was no conclusive result. He said there's no infection on the inside. He thinks, he thinks. When, when somebody who's professionally trained, who, whom you regard as a professional, thinks, I think, I think, I think, he's not giving you the confidence. Mm. I lost confidence from the way he said, yeah. I think, I think, then I stopped uh, going to him mm. from that day because I've realized that this was just a money-making ploy. Mm. There mm. was nothing out of it because there was no conclusive results. To say, no, the problem is this. He said he found no infection, so he thinks I should come and do another test. And I just said, ah. It's waste mm. of my time in then I left.
0: So now in total, I mean, you've been uh, married for nine years now. It's ten. Ten, mm. ten years. Mm. Trying for maybe seven, six years?
2: I think we've been trying from day one because I was not on contraceptive. Yes, textives. yes. Yeah, yes. You can say mm. we have been trying from day one because mm. Tabu wanted a child since, mm. since then, yeah. When did you actually realize that you have fertility issues?
0: Like when did it become a, I think we have a problem?
2: I realized uh, three years in the marriage Mm. that there might be some fertility issues because I had started tracking my ovulation and my diet as well had changed. Mm. like Eating more avocado, eggs Mm. and Mm. milk, like dairy products. Mm. And then also what triggered that thought also was my colleagues, where I was working, you had people getting married like now. Yeah. And then now they are submitting the maternity leave. So now it was a joke in the corridor. Ha! Can't any maternity leave? Mm. <laughs> mm. You mm. must be careful. This manager acts as if she likes you. She, she doesn't like you. She doesn't like you. You must always look at the food that she buys. Mm. She always throws in some contraceptives there. Mm. You are always mm. together. Mm. So it was more now a joke even at work. So then that's when I noticed that if it is noticed by my my colleagues at work mm. and my family also on this side saying hey you need to make a baby for for your men then that's when like it started uh clicking that uh,
0: i love how people say make a baby for your men <laughs> like is it not for you as well yeah
2: mm-hmm. it's more like it's more like in our community mm. as a woman when you are married everything that you do you do it for the my husband. Mm-hmm. especially special for the kids. If you, if you can't uh, conceive, mm. he will leave you.
1: Yeah, it's more like a woman is a vending machine, just dropping mm. a coin and then you a baby. Yeah.
0: And I mean, it's interesting because the assumption, again, goes back to the woman is the problem.
3: Yeah.
0: Yes. For, for it to say he will leave you. So now you'd been tested, everything is fine. You got an inconclusive test. Did you reach a point where you were like, the issue might be with me?
1: Most of the time, I was in denial.
3: Mm. I was
1: actually accusing her that she's taking contraceptives. So we had a lot of arguments throughout the relationship. I was thinking that she's on contraceptives. Is the belief out there is that we as men do not have such Issues. problems. Mm. Yeah. So with me, all this time, it was her having a problem.
3: Mm. No,
1: this mm. woman doesn't love me. Why does she doesn't want to do a baby for me? We've been together for a while. I've proven myself to be a mm. worthy husband and she's not getting pregnant. Mm. So we started having those fights. And then eventually, uh, my uncle stepped in and said, no, you also need to go and continue with the test and everything. Mm. So then we went to another private hospital in Mitrand, And then we, we, we saw a different urologist. And then he took blood samples. And then the results when they came, they said, no, my tet- testosterone levels are a bit low. Mm. So it's because of that that we do not have a child. Mm. Okay, mm. then...
0: And how uh, how did that make you feel, getting those results?
1: I was disappointed, to be honest. I was disappointed because all this time, all these years, I was thinking she's the one with the problem. Do and you
0: think society made you, shaped your mind to always think it might be the woman?
1: Yeah, we as men, we we shape... The, the society shapes the mind of a man to think that, no, we are superior beings in, the, in that a I don't know, it's a very flawed way of thinking, mm. but we automatically assume our mm. own So mm. even when we talk to, when we talk in our circles, lose. Mm.
3: they
1: don't think that it can be a man.
3: Mm. never
1: mm. not even once a man thought of it until when I, I came out and told him that no, the problem is not with her. It's actually with me. That's what the urologist is saying. He says, my testosterone levels are low. Then he said, ah, do I include all man? Ah, weak, right? Wow. They say like that. Say, like, ah, you are weak.
0: There are so many issues with, with what they're saying, but out, so outside painful. of that, because we won't have time to get into that, mm. but I will make clear that that is something I completely uh, uh, disagree with being said, mm. um, because it's not just insulting in the tone of how mm. it's been used to you, it's also insulting to Casta, mm. um, who for her is a woman. Mm. Um, but but in anyways, what was your understanding of testosterone levels being a problem?
1: Okay. My understanding was that if there is this problem,
3: mm. it
1: can be reversed. I just need to take uh, testosterone supplements, mm. which I, I did. There was um such as uh, the doctor gave me a lot of such that you can apply anyway in mm. the skin and then it will uh, boost you up. So it was boosting me up. Then I was starting to have a lot of these uncontrollable erections throughout the day. day and night. So,
0: and, it, is that part of the side effects?
1: Yeah, that's actually, I don't know. Maybe the testosterone has to do with most getting those feelings, erotic feelings, or whatever. I don't know. Mm. And I was having a lot of those. Mm, like mm. throughout the day, I will be having hard on every two minutes, every two minutes,
3: mm.
1: taking those. So then, in my mind, I was thinking, okay, then I'm getting there. This will be sorted. Mm. But then, after having taken those for I think for was it three months, mm. still no results. Mm. And then we were pushing now, doing it more and more and more. Every time when you get a chance. We do it hoping that, okay, now that this testosterone issue, that means it's sorted. Mm. If there's this kind of a side effect, then maybe it's the results that is expected. Mm. But still nothing came out of it. Then I started to slide into depression. said, ah,
3: mm. nothing
1: mm. works. Then people came and offered Mpesu, which I didn't know by the time what is the... the, the King It's a traditional <laughs> herb.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: It's a traditional Viagra.
0: Traditional Viagra.
1: Yes. But again... People think now. Again, Viagra,
0: or if we say Viagra, or Mm. traditional Viagra, is Mm. more about you getting an erection. Mm. Nothing to do with the quality of your sperm. Nothing to do with whether your sperm, you know, can actually swim up. I mean, I've even heard Mm. of women who are allergic to sperm. Like their body kills the Mm. sperm uh, once it enters their bodies. So, okay, so now they bring you the herbs and things you already have uncontrollable erections now you want to add this on top of it did you use it yes i did take it a little a
1: little bit of it Mm. and then i realized that actually it's not good if you are suffering from hypertension Mm. so i'm i'm hypertensive because of the body and Mm. through the genes in my family a lot of my people are suffering from um hypertension mm. so then i started having uncontrollable an, headaches and stuff like that and then uh when i went to the doctor then he said no you should not be taking any boosters whatsoever mm.
3: because
1: with hypertension that thing can trigger heart attack yes if you're taking it too much then you might die while you're on the act. Mm. Mm. then I, I only realized oh i didn't know mm. and then i stopped taking it and then other advices start that to come, no, go and see a traditional man, old man, mm. in such and such a place, he will give you in visa. Mm.
3: Then
1: I went for those things. They were just luxuries for me. Nothing mm. happened. <laughs> yes, yes, Yeah, yes. I was Just flashing the system.
3: Yes.
1: And still nothing. And then they said, no, you finally paid, the my daughter, you go, take this yes. page. still nothing happens.
0: So you so. tried everything, Western medicine, traditional medicine. Yes. Um... The testosterone, did you go back to that same doctor to say, listen, I did everything you told me and it's not working?
1: No, at that time, I was already depressed. Uh, what came to mind is that these uh, specialists are too expensive
3: mm. and
1: then they suggest something, you use it, you get no results. You go back again, they suggest something else, you use it, no results, but yet you're still paying. Why am I paying if mm-hmm. I'm not getting value for money? Mm-hmm. Then I said, oh, I'm no longer going there. So every now and then, somebody would come, hey, man, I know an old men in such and such a place Let's go there. He will do a little bit of visa for mm. you and then you'll be sorted. Then I go pay for that. It's normally, doing traditional people, 150 250 that's the amount you pay mm. for such things. And then you get it and then you go home. You consume it for the seven days. You must not partake in any intercourse during that time. And then fine. We stay for that. We take that thing. And then after a while, and then after seven days, then you can start doing it. And then mm. you come with renewed motivation now to mm. say, yeah. Now I've trained this thing and it's gonna work. And then you do it again, nothing.
0: Did you find that sex uh, eventually just became clinical?
3: Yes.
0: Like you were no longer making love to your wife. It's like test, trial, error, test, experiment.
1: Yeah, to be honest with you, she was actually malaprate.
0: Oh, she I even... love your honesty. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, I'm being honest. She was like that because every time I get something, maybe it's a pill, maybe it's those such it. Whether it's a um, peso, whether it's a um, visa from somewhere, I'll consume it and test it on her to see if can she fell pre- can she fall pregnant. Mm. So every now and then it was more of a routine, mm. more than uh, now an emotional, romantic kind of a setup. It was more like. Let me get her pregnant. Let me get her pregnant. Mm. It was too much pressure. Let me get her pregnant. And the more I was trying, the more I was getting depressed because I was consuming a lot of pills,
3: mm.
1: a lot of multi pesos and uh, traditional stuff. I was trying everything, trying to get her to con- conceive and it, it didn't happen. Mm. So it was very, very frustrating.
0: Mm. What made you decide to
2: share your, your journey and fertility issues publicly? I decided to... Ask Tabo that we shared our um, infertility challenges with other people, because I felt like we uh, were not being accommodated from the family outside, like at work and mm. in the entire um, spaces where where we where we go. Like I wanted people to be aware that being married doesn't mean that automatically you will have kids. Yeah. So when you say you didn't feel accommodated, what what do you mean by that? Instead, I felt attacked and discriminated because first thing when I meet someone the first time, when I greet them, hi, I'm nocipo hi, we the conversation go on. But the next, the next question definitely will be, how many kids do
3: you have? Mm, mm,
2: how are mm. your kids doing? Mm. So I felt like it was becoming too much. And then I told myself that if I don't make the change, no one will make the change. Mm. If I don't stand up and try to contribute to the community and make a change, no one will make the change.
0: Mm. How badly do you feel society discriminates against people that struggle to conceive or don't have children even?
1: In my view, I think the society lacks the sufficient knowledge Mm. and awareness that such things do happen and it's things that are beyond one's control. Mm. Um, People are so insensitive. They, like... (laughs) I don't know, maybe they've created a wall to do away with worrying about somebody else's feelings. Mm. They don't worry about your feelings. They just speak out without mm. even thinking twice about it that this is going to hurt you. They, so that's what happened. For example, what comes to mind is we were having a trip going somewhere in Pomalanga with the friends. And then there's two of us who don't have kids in the whole group of many mm. friends. And then they said, no, the parent ones should uh, travel with one, one party. We don't want to mix with you guys. Even when we got there, they said, Abangazali, they must sleep this side. We will sleep this side. It was very painful.
0: Why would so, anybody say that? I'm so confused.
1: No, it's just for them, it's more like a joke. Not knowing that as much as it, it is so a joke, serious. but it's serious because it's something that affects somebody's life. So they said, no, we don't mix with the barren people. Barren people should sleep alone. That's why they should travel alone. Mm. We don't want to mix with them. We'll only drink together, and then when we go to sleep, we must.
0: Have you ever just, when a person asks, oh, so do you have children, have you ever just straight up said, we are struggling to conceive?
2: I have started saying that.
0: And then what do they say? They're
2: quiet afterwards? Yo, they they just go quiet. and
3: mm.
2: Some of them will say, oh, sorry, I didn't know... I was just thinking that since you guys are married, you have a child. Mm. And looking at your age, I thought that you have a child. But honestly, I think that is the best way. You As just, you have just to say tell them straight up because it also relieves some burden on your shoulders because mm. now this person knows you've already addressed the elephant in the room. Unlike mm-hmm. uh pulling the bushes where you are not honest
0: here. I just think I, I would probably be the person, if somebody was mean to me about not being able to conceive and making comments mm-hmm. after I've told them I'm struggling, I literally would be like, please send your husband to my house.
3: So we can solve this. Because you know, it gets so like,
0: you get upset that people mm-hmm. are so insensitive. You want to be- Actually, thanks for mentioning me not having children. Please send your husband to my house
1: so that we can solve this issue. Hey, on that line, hey, sorry to disturb. You. Yes, no, say. You know, something came to mind. I was thinking, how about talk to my brother, who looks I was gonna like, ask. Just like me I was gonna take ask. take a sample from him yes and do artificial insemination but then at some point then it came to mind and it said I no, I should not be trying. but it did come to me to say why don't I maybe get my brother to because traditional in the past mm. if you could we couldn't do it but they will not tell you as a husband but they will send you somewhere and then get your brothers to do what they did for you. Yes. And then you are happy, with having a child. You only yes. know maybe later. That it's it happens, not that biologically. You, yeah, it's not your yeah. biological child.
0: Interestingly, um, much as culturally we all know, even if the roles had been reversed, mm-hmm. it would be your sister. Yeah. Um, when you go and explore other options, I think those are things that get presented to you. So have you considered using the sperm of another person? Because maybe it's too complicated for for it to be the sperm of your own brother just because life is not what it used to be. Have you mm-hmm. had that consideration? Okay.
1: What happened is that we considered IVR, uh, but not with a different person. Which, Which one is of, I- IVR? F-
3: IVF, trans- yes. I mean. <laughs> In vitro fertilization. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. yes. yes.
1: Um, instead of um, going to my brother, we, we considered that first, and then the Fees that they presented to us was 70,000 rand. It's very expensive. With no guarantee. Mm. Then I said, I'm not much of a gambler. Mm. To be taking so much money
3: mm. and
1: gambling with it on this one, I'm not prepared to do it.
3: Mm.
1: I was prepared to do it if there was guarantee that if in case this, this doesn't work, you'll have a second try. It's only a first and the last try mm. at 70,000 rand. Then I'll be having a debt. Taking, having taken a loan for 70,000, try to have a child and then I'll, the next five years I'll be paying that 70,000 rent back mm. with no results. Mm. So for me, it was more of a gambling thing. Then I said, let mm. me mm. rather not. And then the way offers from female friends, colleagues and stuff, said, ah, your wife can't do it. Why don't you try me? I can give you a child. And then I was like, no, man. I told her, she knows about it. Uh,
2: How do you saying, feel about that? I ah, you know some things, you don't have to take them to,
3: <laughs> to the end. Yeah, I can't take them because
2: to that. And what came to my mind was like, how, how sure are they that I'm the one with the problem? Society says you
0: know, the woman is the problem. Mm.
2: So I said, no, they can try it. It's fine. They will
1: call me. <laughs> Good luck. I
3: <laughs> will <laughs> phone you after.
1: But
0: I addressed
3: okay.
1: them. I said, no,
2: yeah.
1: the problem is not with her. It's with me. Mm. My testosterone levels are low. I said, no, there's nothing of that nature. Try me, you'll see, you'll have a child. I said, No, I can't do that. What about mm. my wife? Mm. So there were people who others will come and say, you know, I'll come and, and be your surrogate. Mm. I said, Do you know who has the problem? <laughs> <laughs> me, I mean, I put it in, so they say, Angzali, Angzalis. Mm. So mm. why you, do you want to play a surrogate mother? Whereas mm. you don't know, the problem is with me. Mm. So are you gonna bring another man to play my role?
0: So where are you guys today? in in this whole conversation um, because you've explored IVF which we know currently um, fertility issues don't actually get covered by medical aid. Yeah. So mm. even if you have medical aid and access to private care, it is extremely expensive. It becomes mm. a luxury that's afforded to those that can afford it. Mm. Mm-hmm. Where are you today?
2: I would say um, this is a challenge that is there every day. Mm. So some days are good, some days are worse. Mm. Just simple infertility, it's more like you are mourning. It's more like a mourning period. You try to go through it. Mm. Some days you feel like, no, I'm done. I have felt Then some days, and then it comes back. So it's it's that. But I am learning to live in the present. Mm. When I'm in that phase, I try to face it. Mm. And then when I'm... In the other phase of forgetting about it, then mm. and they like, yeah, that's how I deal with it. And then, in terms of the process, we have went again to the kind this mm. year, where they have done uh, a test because remember before I had not gone to the kind. Mm. Mm. so this year we went to the gyne, um, and then unfortunately, they've discovered that I have fibroids, mm. of which I think it's something fibroids to other women they develop after they uh maybe they do something Mm. so now i'm 32 Mm. so maybe that's why it's it's developing so that's why it's an ongoing Mm. uh, process it's Mm. not like okay we we accepted that we are struggling with uh you're still trying
0: yeah Yeah. so
2: it's an everyday it's part of our lives we are Mm. trying
0: Mm. you know Mm. And from your side, if, if you reach a point where you are unable to conceive and the other options, be it surrogacy, um, would you consider adoption?
1: Uh, actually, when it comes to adoption, I did consider it and I did discuss it with her. But then she wasn't comfortable with adopting because I was saying, let's adopt one of the kids in the family. And then she said, no, she's not prepared to do that. She would rather have her own child mm. or... Not have any, then I respected her feelings. In my view, was that it's best, it's best for her that she's. It explicitly saying it to me than bringing a child and then frustrating that child and creating a monster. Mm. If she herself is not av- uh, available for parenting in, uh, under those conditions, then I'm mm. okay with it. And we We'll stay together as long as we are in love. Mm. Because I think our love conquers all, so we're mm. together, I'm happy. So I'm no longer worried about having a child.
3: Mm.
0: What is your reason that uh, you would prefer to have your own biological child before before considering adoption?
2: You know what, I have seen, I have an aunt who adopted um, a daughter, mm. and then there was, uh, it happened that the child uh, passed away. Mm. No one in the family treated the child as the aunt's uh, daughter. So I just thought, what will happen in case I die? Mm. Because now we are making this decision in a marriage. Mm. So if maybe I die, Will Tabo change his mind about this child? Mm. You know, like a lot of things uh, happen. Or what will happen if maybe we both uh, pass away in a car accident? Mm. How will our family treat uh, this child? So let me rather not bring Mm. a child in a family where I know that anything can happen. I think it's because of our race or of our culture Mm. that we tend to discriminate as to A family is only a blood. um, I understand. You you, understand, yeah. And your concern is valid. I'm not comfortable on that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. So if
0: I understand correctly, then you guys are, you know, obviously still don't have children, Mm -hmm. but you're more at peace with it.
3: Yeah, I'm at peace with it.
0: You're at peace with it, but it's still something you're hopeful for for, to happen. And I think it's so important that you shared the story Mm -hmm. that so many couples are struggling with this and maybe... Are not comfortable to share because it, it feels like society makes you less of a man or less of a woman mm-hmm. because you're unable to conceive currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I'm just grateful that you made the decision to speak about it. We need to hear more of these stories. Mm-hmm. Any final words from your side?
1: Yeah, well, my final word is if society could learn to be more sensitive towards people's feelings, And not ask such questions. Maybe wait for that person to be free to talk about it because not everyone is like me. Because with me, if you ask me, I'll give you straight. Mm. So as I said, I'm radical. I just say it in a very Mm. rough way so that you understand (laughs) that I don't like what you're asking me, but I will give it to you. And then at times when you're sitting alone, you even question God to say, is God really on my side?
3: Mm.
1: Why people who are promiscuous out there, they'll just go back and Mm. then the child is born. Mm. And for me, it takes me 10 years not to have a child while I passionately Mm. want the child. Mm. Mm. Those who don't want the child, because others will have the child and still abort the child, or Mm. they will have the child and then dump the child and then that's it, Mm. or give give the child for adoption. I want my own child. I can't get it. Mm. Mm. Why is Mm. God not listening to me? Because I've been praying until I stopped praying. To be honest with you, I stopped praying. Mm. Mm. Because I was praying for the child for the past nine years, Then, since the starting of this year, I decided "Ah, no more praying for me for Mm. child. If it happens, it will happen. It will be through God's mercy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. if people could just learn not to ask that question, it's very painful and avoid it. Mm. That's my take.
2: Final words from your side? I would say to those couples who are facing um, infertility, they need to take care of themselves first because it's a very draining. Um, challenge emotionally Mm. they need to seek professional help help, go for therapy it's you you just don't have to sit in your house and think everything is uh it's the end of the world Mm. just go out and seek help pray like pray Mm. you will have to pray more than you have prayed before Mm. yeah and keep hope and yeah that's
0: all thank you so much um i i think and and i get where both of you are coming coming from Mm. i've heard many people say that they fell pregnant the moment they stopped trying because there was no stress there was Mm. no all these other things Uh, i'm hopeful for you i think hope hope is not lost you Mm. never know what's going to happen doctors are restricted in in their power you know there's Mm. only so much they can do Mm. um and and i hope that you you are able to get what it is that you you are wishing and praying for. I really, really do. Yeah, thank, thank you so you much so for much. sharing your story Nosipo yes. and Thank you for coming through. Okay, thank
1: thanks.
0: you. To those of you that can resonate with the story because you're also suffering, I hope you do not do so in silence. There are more couples than you know of. There are more individuals that you may even be aware of that are struggling with conceiving children. I think the most important thing that was shared by our guest, Tabor, which is please let's be sensitive with one another. You have no idea the battles that couples are facing. While falling pregnant is easy for some, It is a hard daily struggle for others. And as Nosipo said, it's like being in mourning. And that is, you know, grieving the child that you're unable to have. Thank you so much for joining in. Continue with the conversations. Our socials are up on your screens. Have a good night. Next time on Unpacked. I don't know how it feels to be a girl. I have no idea how it feels to be a boy. Why was that your choice of pronouns?
2: Being intersex, right, is not really a gender
0: identity. It's just how someone is born. No two intersex people are the same. with Rilebuchile mabotja new episodes weekdays at 5:30 p.m on my youtube channel don't forget to subscribe television edited broadcasts weekdays at 5 p.m open up to S3